Thank you for joining me here as we continue our vision series. This is the last message in a fairly short series about vision 2023 and beyond. And in the last two messages which are available on YouTube, Phil Strong has talked mainly from Hebrews about Abraham stepping out of faith and going on a journey. And yeah, we believe that God has got a journey for us, that he's given us a vision about where God wants us to go. And But today, I'm here with my boat, and I have a vision of soaking in some hot pools later. I went for a, a long bike ride yesterday, so my legs could really use a soak in the hot pool. So I'm about to embark on a journey too, um, in order to fulfill that vision. Uh, but you know what, I love sailing my boat, so it's not all just about the destination. God has joy in the journey for us as well. So I hope you look forward to this um, as we discuss our vision. I want to start by talking about prayer. 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 to 18 says this, Rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Jesus Christ. And so a lot of what I'm sharing with you today actually is birthed in prayer. You see, ever since lockdown 1.0 back in 2020, we've made a regular discipline of meeting together, generally on Zoom, occasionally in person, but generally on Zoom, where we pray together and we pray scripture. We, we find a, a chapter of the Bible and we pray through that. And more times than not, we'll get to a particular verse and it's and it, God will be, talk to us. It'll become what Phil Strong calls a sweet spot in prayer, where we pray around this verse and we believe that God is talking to us through this verse. So uh, what I'm talking to you about today has generally come from these prayer meetings. So, And this should be an encouragement for you because it means that the vision that God has given us is birthed in prayer and it comes from the Word of God. Awesome! That means that God's in it. What it should also encourage you is it means that the leaders of the church are meeting together regularly to pray. So that's a, a also a really good thing that we're continuing to pray together. It's not just um, a side note, it's actually a regular discipline because we believe that prayer changes things. Um, it also should encourage you because, you know, in praying in a group, there's accountability. This vision isn't just from one person. It's about what God has spoken to the leaders of the church and those meeting together to pray. So that should encourage you because there's accountability in that. It is possible that God will give a vision just to one person and, and we can follow that and weigh that up. But there is a, a, a greater degree of accountability knowing that it's birthed from prayers of many people. And finally, and this is a really exciting bit, it means that you can be involved. You can come and join us and maybe God will speak through you about the vision and direction. Maybe God will give you a verse which we say, yes, that is where God is leading us. So yeah, we encourage it. We want you to come along and you can be involved with the setting and the vision and direction of this church too through prayer. Isn't that awesome? Now at one of these prayer meetings, we were praying through Isaiah chapter 54. 
in the sweet spot of prayer. I think it was Deborah, my wife, who brought this initially, but it just became what God was speaking to us, was in verse 2. And it says this, it says, Enlarge the place of your tent, stretch your curtains wide, do not hold back, lengthen your cords, and strengthen your stakes. I don't think this little pig is what they were talking about there. But it talks about expanding. It doesn't talk about staying in a little tent. It talks about growing and, 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 and expanding and making things bigger. So this tent won't do. We need to expand. And for us, it really started to talk about we need to be starting to look outside of where we are now. We need to be expanding. So, um, yeah, so we prayed into that and really felt that's what was God was talking to us. So God has spoken to us. He's told us we need to expand our tents. We need to lengthen our cords. We need to start looking beyond ourselves, looking outward and expanding. And so if we receive a word from God, what do we do with it? Do we go, hallelujah, God's spoken to us? Well, yes, we do, because it's always exciting when God spoke. But then we just say, oh, yes, good love having a word from God and then we don't do anything about it or do we listen to what he says well you guys already know the answer but I'm just going to demonstrate it by looking at a scripture now this is found in Exodus chapter 14 and the backstory to this is this the Israelites have been escaped from Egypt they've actually been let go by the king and they're escaping away from where they were slaves but the king of Egypt, Pharaoh, he changes his heart. He said, well, actually, we like having slaves. Slaves are good. means we don't have to work as hard. So he sent his army out to follow them. And they get to a point, a little bit like I am now, where they've got land one way, and they've got an army coming from the land towards them. And then on the other side, they've got the Red Sea. They've got the ocean. So they're trapped. They're stuck. And then we get to Exodus 14, verse 14, and God says this to them, The Lord will fight for them. You only need to be still. Hallelujah. So the, what God's saying here, let's be still. God will do it for us. And he does. He, he, he creates a mist and he confuses the army so they don't come for them. Then the very next verse, God says this, The Lord said to Moses, why are you crying out to me? Tell the Israelites to move on. So one verse, he's telling them to be still. And the other verse, he's telling them to move on. Because what had happened is God had parted the Red Sea. I'm just waiting to see if he does that with Lake Rotowiti, but I don't think that's going to be the sermon illustration today. But he parts the Red Sea and the Israelites are to move on. Okay, and that's important of staying in tune with what God is saying at the moment. You see, if the Israelites had gone and tried to fight the army, they would have lost and they would have died. And if they'd not moved on when God had told them to move on into the Red Sea, they would have been captured. So, yeah, we've got to stay in tune with what God is saying at the moment. We need a fresh word that is relevant to the season we're in. You see, for Zion Church, at one point in our church history, 
God told the leaders of the church to build a church on the corner of Racecourse Road and establish a church there. And they were obedient to that, what God was telling them then. But now God is saying, it's time to get moving. It's time, tell the people to get moving as it says in verse 15 here. So my question for you is this, are you living in yesterday's revelation? Are you living and acting out a word that God told you for yesterday's season but may not be for today's season? And so I think now is a great time to pause the video and have a discussion with those who you are with, or if you're by yourself, just pray over this, is, is to ask yourself this, what disciplines have you got in place in your life to make sure that you are staying in tune with what God is saying you, to you at this time? So pause the video now and discuss. Yeah, what, what are we doing to make sure we're listening to God? Acts 1 verse 8 says this, Jesus to his disciples, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. Great passage of scripture and it starts by talking about the Holy Spirit. You will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you. You see, we need the Holy Spirit. And a few months ago, Nick Klinkenberg did a message for us about the Holy Spirit. And I encourage you, if you haven't heard it yet, you need to go and find it. And I'll put a link below to it. You know, we need that Holy Spirit. We need the power that comes from it. You see, if we try and do things in our own strength, we won't be able to. But with the power of the Holy Spirit, the power of God upon us we are more than able and what does the Holy Spirit enable us to do well it enables us to be witnesses and not only that, it says where it says in Jerusalem and all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth well how does that relate to us as a church well Jerusalem is the town where the disciples were in so, so for us that's Tiawamutu, the Jerusalem talks about Tiawamutu, and we're quite active in um, Tiawamutu. We're known as a church that reaches out, that does stuff for the community, that sees a need and goes and does it. And the last one, it says, to the ends of the earth. And we have a global focus, um, mainly in Indonesia at this time. And look, now that COVID's less of an issue we're looking to really ramp up what we're doing in overseas missions again. Phil Strong is looking at doing a trip later in the year and where the elders have approved in our budget to start building or start the foundations for building a Bible school over there so I think we we're pretty good at the ends of the earth but where and this is this is where I think the expanding the tents um, our tent pegs comes in is where's our Judea and Samaria what about if the fact that we're no longer in a building, that means that we're more mobile, what if that mobility is an opportunity? You see, recently I had a discussion with a Christian 
who lives in Tikawiri. She was saying, hey Phil, does your church do online stuff? She, she explained she was a Christian. I'd, I'd been working for it with her for a year and sort of that was news to me. And, and uh, But saying that, she's a lovely person, so not a surprise, but I was like, oh well, we have something in common I, I never realised. Um, but she wanted an online expression because she just could not find anything that suited her needs in the place where she was in. So after a long discussion with her, I thought, well, actually, there needs to be a new expression of worship in Tikawiri. There needs to be the fresh wine, the new wine of the Holy Spirit in that place. And what about if Zion could provide that? Because we're known for our encounter nights. We're known for the Holy Spirit. We're known for our outreach. What if our mobility is now an opportunity? And you know that Tikawiri is not the only town that needs this. You know, our Judea and Samaria, that includes places like Parongia, like Otrahonga, like Pataru. All these places could do with a fresh expression, with new wine of God's Holy Spirit in each of these places. And uh, yeah, we really believe that that's part of that stretching of the tent pegs that God is calling us to, that God is calling Zion to stretch our tent pegs out to new places. So God is telling us we need to stretch out our tents and we need to start looking outwards. We need to expand looking outwards. And what's more, we've identified that there are needs, that there's needs in our Judea and Samaria, there's needs in Oklahoma, there's needs in Tikawiri. So what else is God telling us? Well, at another prayer meeting, we uh, were praying through Joshua chapter 1 encourage you to read the whole chapter but we got to um, verse 3 and it really spoke to us but I'm going to read from verse 1 and it says after the death of Moses the servant of the Lord the Lord said to Joshua son of Nun Moses aid Moses my servant is dead now then you and these all these people get ready to cross the Jordan River into the land I am about to give them to the Israelites I will give you every place where you set your foot, as I promised Moses. So we were praying into Joshua chapter 1, we got to verse 3, and it says this, I will give you every place you set your foot. And we, God really started speaking in the prayer meeting to Zion through that verse. It's like, wow, which begs the question, where are we going to set our foot? You know, it's about walking. It's about walking into the promise that God has given us. It's also talking about if we go back to Joshua, God goes before Joshua as he um, as they take into the promised land. So God is wanting to increase our influence. But he's made this promise. He made it to the Israelites. And we really feel in prayer that he's making it to us too, that he will go before us and that every place where we place our foot God is going to give it to us that that if we want to establish a Zion somewhere and this is what it means to me if we want to establish the move of God through Zion in that place then he is going to allow it to happen oh wow you see in the vision message that Phil Strong has shared he's talked through Hebrews 11 about faith And I'm wondering, do we have faith 
to set our feet somewhere. You see, I've also spoken in previous messages about the promises of God and about these things called conditional promises and unconditional promises. Now, unconditional promises, God will tell you he's going to do something and he's going to do it regardless. Where conditional promise is normally an if. If you do something, um, then God will come and meet you there. Now, this doesn't have an if in the verse of Joshua 1.3, but it's by, by nature it's an if. You see, if God says every place that you set your feet, I'm going to give to you, and we never set our foot outside of Te Awamutu, well, what's every place going to be? Well, it's going to be Te Awamutu, isn't it? But hey, what if we have faith to be obedient to the word which God has given to us in prayer through his word, and we start setting our feet in new places. One, it's also it's listening to that fresh revelation of God. It's listening to what God is telling us. It's listening to that next step. As I said, the building we're in is going to be gone. So we're going to be mobile. We're going to need to have new locations. And what if that's more than just the one location? And we're really feeling through prayer that this is what God's calling us into. That this is a vision he set before us to go into new places. So yeah, every place where you set your foot, I'm going to give it to you. That's a promise for us. It's a promise for Zion. Acts chapter 16 verse 9 and 10 says this. And a vision appeared to Paul in the night. A man of Macedonia stood and pleaded with him, saying, Come over to Macedonia and help us. Now he, now after he had seen the vision, immediately we sought to go to Macedonia, concluding that the Lord had called us to preach the gospel to them. Say, come to Macedonia to help us. Um, they Paul saw a vision. Now, it's interesting because I, I said earlier about how a vision can come through one person. In this case, it did. It came through Paul. But those around them, they said, oh, uh, immediately they said, yes, we know this is of God. So they sought to go with Paul. They sought to go to Macedonia to fulfill the vision that God had. And they were, they came on board. And it, it's not like, oh, yeah, they will yeah, that'll, that'll happen one day. Yeah, one day we'll go to Macedonia. No, it's immediately, immediately we sought to go to Macedonia because they knew God was calling them to that place. So the key point of this verse, of this phrase, is that faith is an action word. That when they receive the vision, when they receive the call of God, they went to make sure it happened. They put feet on the ground and they went to Macedonia. And you see, the purpose of the vision that God has given us is not that we want to grow Zion bigger. It's because we believe that God has a calling on us to expand what he's doing through Zion to places other than just Te Awamutu. That there's a call on our us as a church to bring new wine into new places, uh, to bring the flavor of worship and revelation that, that Zion's known for into new places. And yet God's calling us to do that, guys. And God has given the, us as leadership 
this vision for that and we are hoping that you are on board you're hoping it's a yes God is moving and we want to be part of that which God is doing. So yeah, we encourage you to, to be involved. In fact, what I want you to do now is to pause the video and discuss amongst yourself or pray or contemplate if you're by yourself, hey, how can I be involved in vision? We've got this three-part vision series where we're talking about expanding and going new places. How can I be involved? And look, there's one response I'd love for you to make, and that would be that actually I want to come and I want to pray with you leaders more often. And look, you're welcome to come into our Zoom prayer meetings. Um, contact the office if you don't know how to get in and, and we'll gladly um, have you come in and pray with us and, and be part of the vision building that way. Um, that's a response I'd love for some of you to make. But look, there's there's actually lots of ways that you can help this vision. Um, it's a big vision. It's a big vision. It's going to require people. It's going to require resources. And we really hope that you're on board. So yeah, pause the video now and have a discussion about how you can be involved. What is God calling you to do as part of this? Hey, I hope you've enjoyed this vision series where we've looked at the vision of the church. Um, as you can see, I've achieved my vision for the day. I'm soaking in a hot pool beside the lake. Um, beautiful Lake Rotorueti hot pools. Um, lovely spot. Only can get to it by boat. Anyway, I hope you've enjoyed this series. I just want to make um, point out a resource I've made available, which is a worksheet on praying through Scripture. Um, and we've got Acts 1 verse 8, and just a worksheet to help you pray through that. And I hope that God speaks to you as you do. I um, also want to point to the Zion family meeting. Um, a lot of this series has been quite high level about what we feel God is speaking to us um, through scripture, etc. If you want to know the nuts and bolts of it, exactly how we're planning to do that, well, come to the family meeting, Monday the 23rd of May, 7 p.m. And finally, I want to pray for you. Lord, I just pray you would richly bless everyone that's watching. Uh, that your favour would shine upon them, that they would catch the vision that you have for Zion and catch the vision you have for their lives. In Jesus' mighty name, Amen.